Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Parties. It is Yanni, your DJ and dance junkie with today's Dose of God. Welcome back to the Bachelor News Radio Network, and I am so happy that you were able to join me today. So do understand that we do have uh, phone lines available at 646-929-0130, and also if you're listening online. Uh, the chat rooms are available. Now, please understand right now I'm not able to check that, but I will respond to any question or comment. when I uh, Once I see it, I will be able to address it on the next radio show. So I hope you guys are putting in your comments, your questions, your concerns. or If I say something that needs to be explained, please feel free to let me know. So today we are talking about red flags. And I'm also going to briefly talk about non-negotiables, which is very important. And I don't think a lot of people know about it. So this is normally for people who are single, okay? And a lot of people put this really, really bad rap on being single. Being single is actually not a bad thing. It means you're in preparation to become into a relationship or You're just vibing right now, healing and taking your time. The importance of being single and learning how to be happy while you're single, man, I cannot put a price on it. I promise. Just so you know, after you get out of a relationship, research states that the most amount of time or the best amount of time to spend being single, working on you, healing, you know, learning the lesson is about three months. So if you're hopping from relationship from relationship to relationship and wondering why it's kind of sucking, it's because you're not taking enough time to sit back and reflect on whatever it is went on. So what do I mean by that? Do Did you learn your lesson? Did you learn a lesson? You have to learn something coming out of even, even if it wasn't your fault. So coming out of a relationship, if the cause of the breakup, had nothing to do with you, you still have to take that time to reflect and see what you could have done better, how you could have changed it, what red flags you could have looked for, and what to look for in in the future. So things to be considering, okay? So why is it important to take your time? Because rushing in means that you are unfortunately uh, going from one vice to the next. What do I mean by that? So Say you give up alcohol, but you pick up caffeine. You have just switched one for the other. Say you give up caffeine, but you start drinking all night. You have switched one for the other. You cannot, until you've learned your lesson, you are unfortunately going to attract the same person with a different face. So if you didn't learn your lesson in the last one, if you didn't learn what to do next, if you didn't learn, you know, what, how to move forward in a, in a different way, 
you're going to attract the same person with the same problems and the same drama with a different face. They might be cuter. They might even have more money. But you're going to attract the same problems. So take that time. Make sure you have healed. Make sure you've gotten the, the important stuff out of the relationship and decide what it is that you can do differently, okay? So the one thing that I do know for sure, having been, you know, married and divorced in and out of relationships is that single drama is just as, as chaotic as relationship drama and vice versa. Being single drama is like being lonely, not having someone to hold or, you know, Everybody has friends. I mean, and if you don't, we can reach out online and get friends. But having someone that you can just relate to and talk to and share with, that's that's single drama. Relationship drama is having to adjust to someone else. Things that you would normally do because you're single and nobody can tell you what to do, you have to kind of adjust. Now, am I saying do you have to change your person? No. I'm saying is you have to adjust. You have to adjust some patterns. You have to learn their languages of love because I got to tell you, not everybody speaks the same language of love. For instance, for me, because I have, and this is something I know out of reflection and out of working on myself, because I know that I have abandonment issues and I have, you know, neglect issues, um, I require attention, and I require a lot of attention. And so I know that I can get anxious when I don't get a certain amount of attention. So the person that I get with, I try to make sure that they are a person that is very attentive because why would you set yourself up for failure? Why would you set yourself up to become anxious? So learning yourself is very important and also taking that time to learn the other person is also important. So if I set myself up with somebody that is consistently busy, well, that's not the truth. If I set myself up for someone who consistently feels not the need or does not feel the need to check up on me, that's going to be a problem because busy people will make time for stuff that's important to them. So that for sure is a thing. Also, knowing yourself is a it makes relationships just easier. So take that time before you jump into another relationship, before you see that big booty and be like, hey, girl, hey, slow down. Make sure that you've learned everything that you need to learn. Don't get me wrong. Booties are pretty. I, I like them too. Anyway, so when you get to a space where you are okay, where you are healed and you are clear, and you decide what it is that you want because not everybody wants to marry right away. Some people just want a vibe. I'm a, I'm a vibe person. I don't need to get married right now. So decide what it is that you want and be clear about that. So if you meet somebody that's saying, I'm seeking marriage and I'm seeking marriage pretty soon, you might not want to be that person or you might want to be very honest and upfront with that person. And the other thing is make sure you tell them the truth because, and when they tell you the truth, you listen, because I got to tell you, I've not had, I've had so many people who said, you know, well, they said they didn't want a relationship, but we got into this relationship and now, you know, they're bailing. Well, because they told you they didn't want to be in a relationship to begin with. You didn't listen. When they tell you who they are, you have got to listen. I know we have heard that, but do believe people will tell you, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'll tell you in a minute, I'm a butthole. <laughs> You know, we can't cuss on here. So I'm a butthole. I will tell you in a hot second that I am, and I make sarcastic jokes. So when I tell you that, I am 100% sure. So when you get that crack joke <laughs> that you were not expecting, you cannot be mad at me. 
And it's the same thing with people who tell you, you know what, I'm not really looking for anything right now or I'm not really looking for a relationship or in the past I've been kind of a cheater and, I, you know, I like, I like women. You can't be mad when they do exactly what it is that they said that they were going to do, okay? That's real talk. All right, so don't forget, if you have questions, concerns, and want to make a comment, you can always hit me at 646-929-0130, and the chat lines are also open. So let's get into what I call the non-negotiables. This is very important because a lot of people don't even know that they exist, and I need you to know that these are some things that exist. These are your standards, for lack of better words, okay? So non-negotiables versus red flags. To even get into a relationship with me, you have to qualify versus my non-negotiables. Once you're in a relationship with me, once we have decided, okay, we want to talk, and I do mean talk, not necessarily a relationship, but we're just in a talking phase. You've gone through all my non-negotiables. Now I'm looking for red flags. Well, I'm not looking, but if red flags show themselves, does that make sense? Okay, let's move forward. So people get upset about non-negotiables especially men, and I will explain why before you jump down my throat. Men get upset because men are willing, a lot of men are willing to accept women who may be in a lower economic state than they are in, or they're willing to accept women who have multiple children, maybe even multiple children with multiple fathers. And that's not a bad thing. Please understand I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that men will accept sometimes more than women are willing to accept. But I got to tell you, that's a choice. It is not necessarily a demand that you do this. If you see someone that you like, we are attracted to whom we are attracted to. So if you see someone you like and they come with these baggage, you have to look within yourself and say, hey, I'm willing to accept this baggage. She got the A, B, C, and D. I'm okay with that. I can deal with that. She's got a crazy baby daddy. I'm okay with that. I can deal or I'm not. And you know what, sis? you cute, but it's not for me. And be honest about that. You know what I mean? Who we choose to build with is our choice. We can't get mad after we have decided to deal with this person and their baggage becomes more than it is that you can handle. You chose that. So be be upfront with your non negotiables because non negotiables are, are 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 real. So for me, for me, I expect my mate to have exactly what it is that I have. Now, do I expect them to have as much as I have? No, they can have more. I'm just kidding. Actually, they could, but we're not going to talk about that. All right. So for me, I would rather them have, okay, so this has been, okay, we'll talk about this. Since I'm older now and my children are older, I used to put a cap on kids and say they cannot have more than three kids because I have three kids. But my kids are older now, and they're moving out of the house. So am I willing to accept somebody who may have more kids? Eh, that's a gray area. They must have their own space. Now, what I mean by their own space, and I'm talking relationship-wise. I'm not talking, you know, friendship-wise. I, I, dudes are the best friends, and I love them dearly. I have a lot of dude friends, and we're cool. But they must have their own space. They cannot be living with homeboy. They cannot be living with mom. They have to have their own space because I have my own space. They have to have a car. <laughs> now, mind you, if you're living in a city where uh, transit is, is, a, is a happening thing, 
That's awesome. If subways are how people get around, like in New York, I understand that it's easier to get around via um, using a subway than it is to get around with your car. I totally understand that. And in those cases, that's a different story. However, I live in Oklahoma where the public transit system is crap and we don't have it like that and so no I need you to have a car because I'm not going to pick you up take you to the date and then drop you off and then go home that's a problem or you go over but that's on you but I prefer that they have their own car and let's move into having their own career now job versus career is a thing that but that's kind of sort of based on the individual if you have a job and it's just, and I, I clarify, job meaning just over broke. It's something that you do every day to put food on the table. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. It just means that it's not making you happy. If you are unhappy in your job, then you're just over broke. That's what a job means for me. But if you have a career, something that makes you happy, something that you enjoy doing, now you may not enjoy who it is that you do it with, but if you have a career, something that you're building on, something that's doing something for the community, something that's helping somebody, something that you enjoy, if you're a business person, if you have a career, that's a whole different ball game. And then I would also expect that that person have goals. So those are my non-negotiables. And let me tell you, I have had people like light my inbox on fire because I am this way. But why should I choose to struggle? I did the struggle, but I call it struggle bus, by the way. I did struggle bus with my first husband. We worked together and we built up a certain way only for me to be left holding the bag. I don't want that. I don't want to do struggle bus. I, I am happy in my single space with my single stuff. And why would I invite someone in who doesn't have what I have? It makes sense, right? Well, and then I get to, it's a double standard. Well, we always accept women, but you don't have to. It's a choice. Now, why is it that non-negotiables are important? You set the pace for the relationship. There is no, there is no, well, I mean, there is no um, um, room for them to say, I didn't know. There is no room for you to say, oh, well, this isn't what I want. You have set the pace. This is the ground floor for you to even get to a point where you can talk to me. And that's the, that's the bottom line. So I know up front that you and I are at least on the same page. And then at that point, we can talk about looking for the red flags, <laughs> okay, because red flags are definitely important. So, again, make sure, and this is on the non-negotiables, when I, after we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about what red flags are. I'm going to give you at least five red flags that you can start looking for, especially, you know, and this is in the talking phase, and some of them are in the relationship phase, but the beginning of the relationship phase. So don't get too upset, all right? So with that being said, um, we're going to get ready. No, not yet. I'm just going to talk about why non-negotiables are important. Because non-negotiables are important simply because um, at this stage of the game, you would not believe how many people are at my age, and I mean over 30, and don't have those basic things, their own space, their own car, their own career, and goals. It is a, it's a thing. And it's kind of sad. So I don't want a project, and I know I'm going to probably get a lot of hate for this, but I don't want a project. I want to make, I want to build a kingdom with somebody who already at least has their feet on a solid foundation. So 
You are listening to A Dose of Dom with Yanni, the DJ, and Dance Junkie on the Bachelor News Radio Network, and let's take a quick break. Greetings and great day, everyone. I am Elder Janelle Strickland, host of the Life Cafe Radio Broadcast from Maximizing Life Family Worship Center. I invite you to tune in every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. Tune in, maximize your life with the Word of God, and be blessed. Only on the Bachelor News Radio Network. That was like a whole Christian vibe, man. I was kind of grooving in the background. I I, I really think I want to tune in for that show. What do you guys think? Oh, welcome back to the Bachelor News Radio Network. I am Yanni, your DJ and dance junkie with your dose of dime. Today we're talking about red flags and we're talking about non-negotiables. So I'm done with the non-negotiables. If you wanted to catch up with that, you're probably going to have to catch the repeat. That'll be posted um, this evening, probably after 4 But other than that, let's talk about red flags. What are red flags? Because this is a buzzword that has been, like, you know, pretty prevalent within the last five to ten years. So red flags are warning signs. They're indicators of something not being quite right, okay? So when you get into your car and you have a a check engine light flashing at you, that's a red flag that you probably need to get to the mechanic. And it's the same thing with your relationship. Um, So when you meet somebody – and they pass your non-negotiables, and they make it into your space. You want to just vibe. We're not looking for these things with the magnifying glass because what my daddy said for sure is that what you seek, you will always find. So don't go looking for trouble, but vibe in a natural environment. Please understand that the first person that you're going to meet when you're dating someone is their representative. Now, what does that mean? It is the person that shows up for the first 90 days of the job. And then after that, you're going to get the real person. (laughs) So please be on the lookout. Be ready to vibe and chill and adore whatever it is that you found attractive about them, but start looking for these warning signs if they show up. So the first thing that I look for when I am uh, dealing with somebody, when I'm talking to somebody, is unrealistic expectations. And let me give you a quick story. So I was dealing, um, a guy jumped into my DM, and it's cool. It happens all the time. And he's like, you know, I'm really interested in you. And so I was, I'm trying to be open and receptive and be more nicer. So I was like, okay, let's have a conversation. So he goes on to tell me that, you know, I don't fight. I don't do drama, which is cool because I don't do drama either. But as a therapist, I know that fighting, arguing, disagreements, they are going to happen. It is unrealistic to to think that you are going to agree with everything. It doesn't matter if it's your soulmate that everything comes out their mouth is going to be crystal clear and you're going to agree with. It is not going to happen. That is unrealistic. And so when I told him that, he was just living like, you don't understand, so you can't control your emotions. No, it has nothing to do with that. I am being realistic. I am saying that, sir, what you're looking for is probably going to be hard for you to find. You're probably going to be in and out of relationships because that means why this is a red flag. The first sign of the thing that you don't like, the first sign of an argument, he's going to be out. And that's not somebody I want to invest my time in because his expectations are unrealistic. One, if you really, really like this person, you will start living up to an expectation that you don't normally set for yourself 
and you'll be crushed. That person will be crushed if you don't. The minute that they that you do the thing that they thought you didn't do, they're crushed and they're out, and they're ghosting. So do do yourself a favor. Talk to this person. Make sure that their expectations of a relationship are realistic. And if you guys can't agree, then then maybe it's just not for you, which is what I said. You know, you're not going to find what you're looking for in me. I'm human. And trust me, I'm, I, I got um, – I'm, I got, I'm a little spicy, so <laughs> I'm not that I argue, but I definitely uh, am very sarcastic. And I, uh, as I've already said, I'm pretty much about hell. So the second thing in red flags that you want to look for is pushing boundaries. And I mean, those boundaries that you have set for yourself, the minute that they make you uncomfortable and then they go, oh, I'm just playing. No, don't play with me like that. That's not what we're going to do. You don't play with me like that, I won't play with you like that. So though I'm just playing people when they make you uncomfortable, you want to be on the lookout for them because if they continue to do that, they're testing you to see how far you're going to go. And eventually they're going to work their way till you get a tolerance with them, and that's not what you want at all. And we'll talk more about that hopefully in another show. Rushing into a new relationship, that person that you just met them, they're already calling you babe, or uh, three weeks in, tell you that they love you, or trying to push it to the next level, and you barely know them, that's a red flag. That means that they're probably going, when when everything settles, when everything fizzles, when you're out of the honeymoon phase and stuff gets real, it goes back to the unreal, unrealistic expectations, they're probably going to bounce. They're probably going to bounce. So just be aware of that. So number four, complains when you do something that doesn't require them or complains when you're out and about with other people and it doesn't include them, okay? So what does that mean? They want to try and isolate you from your family and your friends. This is a big one. Why is this a big one? Because it sets a pattern. If you don't have anyone to talk to, who do you go to when you have problems? Do you go back to the people that you've that that you've kind of been isolated with? Yeah, it can be a huge situation. So be very aware about that. Okay, I ended up and my my marriage ended up um, isolating family and friends. Um, to and and with his help, of course. <laughs> To the point where I didn't understand who was really for me and who wasn't because he had told me so many things about so many people and how they were out to get me that I didn't trust anyone. Um, I was able to, again, I I think we talked about this last show, pull together my my group to help me, you know, get away. But other than that, yeah, isolating you, that's a huge red flag. It can mean deeper and darker things to come. So, the fifth one, and actually it looks like we may have time for another one, but the fifth one is all their exes are quote-unquote crazy. What does that mean? Have you ever talked to this person and said, oh, my God, my ex was crazy, and da 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 And what about this person? Oh, my God, they were so crazy. They did this, 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 and this. Uh, so everything that they have to say about their ex, all of their exes, is negative. Everything that they have to say is bad. Remember, we just talked about it. In order for you to be healed and in order for you to be whole in the next relationship, you have got to learn something from the last relationship. Everything is a lesson 
to prepare you for what's next. So if all you got was that they're crazy, then yeah, you didn't learn the lesson. What I started asking people, which is fun, is what did you learn from the last relationship? Find out where it is that their head is. Find out what it is that they learn. Find out what it is that they have a tendency to do. Find out what it is that, they, that they're willing to tell the truth about. That's a real one. So learning from their past, doing that, they're setting you up to be part of their past. If that, does that make sense? Okay. So all their exes are crazy. They probably drove them crazy. All right. So what is the next one? One more. I'll give you one more. If your work ethic is different. Now, please understand me before you jump on my head. I don't mean that somebody had a setback and they don't have what you have. That's not what I mean. Everybody is is motivated differently. So if they have had a setback and they are not where you are, it does not mean that their work ethic is different from yours. But having a different work ethic, meaning every time in the daytime you're texting me, what are you doing? I'm working. What are you doing? Now, if they have a job that they can text and chat and all that stuff, that's great. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about somebody whose work ethic, like I'm working to make myself better. I'm working to make my situation better. If you have somebody that is okay with settling where they are, you might have a a disaster for um, resentment later, especially if somebody feels like they're doing most of the work in the relationship. Setbacks are bound to happen. And it's not necessarily about the setback. It is more so about how motivated that the other person is to get back on track. That's a real thing. That's where the struggle bus comes in. I mean, you you guys have heard about it, the, the sister that or the brother, the sister that allows the guy to use their car while they're at work and accordingly supposed to be getting a job or finding a job or whatever, and then brings either picks them up late or brings the car back on E and there's nothing to show for it. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be set up for that. But at that point, they're in so much love, they're blinded to the situation. And eventually, again, resentment's going to set in and it's going to blow up. Or the guy that decides that he wants to be the primary breadwinner and the sister decides she wants to stay at home and he's working his butt off and she has done absolutely nothing all day, that's going to be a problem eventually. Nobody wants to work all day and come home to nothing. That's that's not what we're about. We want to build. I'm I'm hoping that the people that are listening are wanting to build and build on a firm foundation and build something that's strong and that lasts long. So these are not all inclusive of red flags. There are more that we can get into. And if you guys want, I can do a whole other show on some other mood swings because another one is definitely how do they fight? How do they act when they get stressed out? Do they get stupid? Do they make, you know, do they, does the story change? We can get into a whole show on just gaslighting by itself because gaslighting is something that you want to be on the lookout for. But normally that doesn't happen until you're fully in the relationship. And, of course, narcissism is a thing that's also a hot topic that's been talked about. We can also delve into that. But I need to hear from you guys whenever you are ready. uh, If you want to call, it's 646-929-0130. Leave me a question, leave me a comment, or or a concern. Or the chat lines are also open, and I will 
answer any question given to me. You just guys, you guys need to get it with me, and I will get it out there to you. So what did you think? Do you think about red flags? What are some red flags that you have noticed? We also have a Facebook group um, called A Dose of the Dime. It's a public group. You're welcome to join. And uh, let me know, what are some red flags that you've encountered, and how did you deal with them? What ended up happening for you? Some non-negotiables that you have. My daughter showed me a um, a TikTok the other day about some guy, I guess a girl had um, agreed to a date, but then she changed the location, and he ghosted her and said, nope, the woman that I want will um, accept whatever it is that I give to her. I was like, ooh, if that's not a huge red flag, that's a controlling red flag. Ooh. And so it's, it's, it's important to talk about these things with your kids, too, especially your young girls and your young boys, so that you can kind of um, get them prepared for when it is that they actually really get out there and date, because that is the thing, I got to tell you. All right, guys, Dale's time for our affirmation. So I wanted to make sure that every week I leave you with some kind of affirmation so that you are moving forward in your life. So last time we talked about I am um, health, I am healthy, I am safe, I am happy, and I am enough. That was a wonderful one as far as building up self-esteem. But this one that I'm about to give you is actually more so about attracting the right person, and it literally is. I am attracting the right person into my life. I release anything that is not going to make me great. Again, I am attracting the right person into my life. I release anything and anyone who's not going to make me great. And with that, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. This is Yanni, your DJ and your dance junkie, and you can find me on all my social media. I have at least one of each, (laughs) Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, um, TikTok. Yes, I'm on TikTok. So do feel free to look me up, code word, the DJ time. And I look forward to hearing from you guys next week, same time, same space. And I hope to see you. Thank you for listening to me on the Bachelor News Radio Network. And have a wonderful weekend. Sometimes we fall in love. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.